This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is Panthers Inside App Preview of the Week. Shot, he scores! On the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Here's the voice of the Panthers, Doug Blayens. Welcome into another edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you on a Saturday morning, as always, talking all things Florida Panthers hockey. And, well, great to have you on board here this morning. The Panthers are wrapping up a busy week, wrapping up a homestand. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a moment. And I know they did wrap up a homestand last night, but never fear. The Panthers are right back on home ice Wednesday. So you can come back out to Amaranth Bank Arena and see the Panthers and the Coyotes coming up on Wednesday at 7. Again, more on the schedule that's coming up ahead of us here in just a few moments. Again, we'll talk about the week that was. Sam Reinhart, Red Hot. We'll talk about what it all means. Also joining us next segment, my broadcast partner on the Panthers Radio Network, Billy Lindsay, kind enough to stop by. We'll talk all things Panthers with him, talk about the homestand, talk about that win streak not too long ago. We'll talk about what's coming up for the Panthers. So again, lots to get to with Billy coming up in just a little bit. And we'll hear a cut from the most recent episode of the Territory Talk podcast, the Panthers official podcast presented by Baptist Health. We'll visit with Panthers center Kevin Stenland. And if you like what you hear, well, the whole episode is always available wherever you get your podcast. So we'll uh, hear from Kevin Stenland coming up a little bit later on here on this episode of Panthers Insider. So again, lots to get to as we move along here over the course of the hour. Doug Plagans with you as always. Folks, the Panthers app is the brand new home for all things Panthers. Download the Panthers app today, floridapanthers.com. Stay up to date on all the latest news, videos, stats, scores, sales, foundation updates, and so much more. That's on the Panthers app. There's even a little button that says radio, top right corner of the main screen. You hit that, you'll get our broadcast every single night, whether we're at home, on the road, Regardless of what station we're on, the Panthers app is going to have the Panthers broadcast each and every game. You can listen to every game right there on the Panthers app. And folks, the Panthers value pack, it's back for this season. Each value pack includes Panthers tickets for four, a hot dog, popcorn, and soda per ticket. Go to floridapanthers.com slash value pack for more information. Well, taking a quick look at the road ahead for the Panthers. I mentioned they just wrapped up a homestand. The Panthers 
Raiders will get things going once again Monday night in Nashville. It's going to be an 8 o'clock Eastern face-off. Panthers and the Nashville Predators, 7.30. We're on the air with Panthers preview. And then 8 o'clock Eastern, the puck drops, Panthers and the Predators. Big game for both teams uh, as uh, the Panthers will meet Nashville for the first of two matchups this season. Something else worth noting, that's one of two games the Panthers have left on their regular season schedule outside the Eastern time zone. So I've mentioned this in previous episodes. We've mentioned it on our game broadcast. But as you get into the deeper portions of the season and the Panthers get into the parts of the schedule where the playoff races really are heating up, it's going to be a scheduling advantage for the Panthers that a lot of their travel the rest of the way is within the Eastern time zone. It's much easier to travel north-south within your own time zone than to be going east and west across time zones when those games get to be so important late in the year. So the Panthers will play one of their two remaining games outside the Eastern time zone coming up on Monday night, 8 o'clock Eastern. Panthers then back home to take on Arizona on a Wednesday night at 7 p.m. So you can join us at Amaranth Bank Arena for that one, FloridaPanthers.com. SeatGeek.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. Panthers and an Arizona team that's trying to surge into a playoff spot and grab a hold on a playoff spot over in the Western Conference. And then the Panthers will play a couple of teams on the road later on next week, two teams that are uh, fighting for playoff positioning as well. Panthers will be in Pittsburgh on Friday at 7 o'clock, and then a week from today at 7 o'clock, the Panthers will be uh, on the road against the New York Islanders at 7.30. And that's going to wrap up the Panthers' pre-All-Star break portion of the schedule, if you can believe it after that. The Calendar will flip to February, and the Panthers will have a three-game homestand February 6th, 8th, and 10th against Philadelphia, Washington, and the Colorado Avalanche. So uh, that's what's coming up. It's going to be a home-heavy month of February for the Panthers, so you don't want to miss any action. FloridaPanthers.com, SeatGeek.com, 954-835-PUCK is always to get your tickets. Well, Looking back at the week that was uh, for the Panthers, picked up some points, but uh, the Panthers didn't get all the results they'd like. The Panthers back on Monday had a 5-4 overtime loss against the Anaheim Ducks. On Wednesday night, the Detroit Red Wings came in, and the Panthers fell in overtime that night by a 3-2 final score. So uh, with one game left in the homestand, the Panthers found themselves sitting at 27-13-4 going into last night's game. But a note on the game Wednesday against Detroit. Sam Reinhart scored a shorthanded goal in that one. It marked Panthers history. Here's how it sounded on the Florida Panthers radio network. Clear for the Panthers out to center where this one's taken by Gostaspik. Straight on. It's Larkin dancing in for Detroit. Poke checked at the line. Kulikov nudged it back out to center and in for the Panthers goes Anton Lundell and for a chance top shot they score and who else but Sam Reinhardt as he beats Lyon upstairs and the Panthers take a one nothing lead a short-handed goal for Sam Reinhardt and that's Panthers history right there why was it Panthers history you ask well for Sam Reinhardt that was a goal in an eighth straight game prior to that uh, Sam Reinhart and Pavel Bure had the Panthers franchise record for uh, goal-scoring streaks. The Panthers' uh, goal-scoring streak record prior to that was seven games. That was a goal in an eighth straight game for Sam Reinhart. so uh, something no Panther had ever done. It was also 
an eighth straight game with a special teams goal for Sam Reinhart, whether it be power play or a shorthanded goal like that one was. Nobody in NHL history has ever scored a goal on special teams in eight straight games. Sam Reinhart already had the record for that. He already had the longest streak, but he built on it there. So eight straight games with a goal on special teams. Sam Reinhart building on an NHL record. However, the Panthers did fall in that game in overtime. 3-2 was the final score. Last night at Amarant Bank Arena, the Panthers fell 6-4 to the Minnesota Wild. Of course, didn't get a point last night. So the Panthers uh, saw their winless skid extend last night. But it was a game in which the Panthers, well, they tried to fight back late. They, they almost were able to get that game tied up. And unfortunately, Minnesota did get the empty net goal with about 11 seconds remaining to extend their advantage to 6-4. And that's how the game would end. The Panthers currently sit at 27-14-4, second place in the Atlantic Division, six points up on the Toronto Maple Leafs, who are the third-place team in the Atlantic. And the Panthers still putting some pressure on Boston, five points behind the Bruins, but the Panthers uh, right now pretty firmly in that second spot in the Atlantic. And with uh, nearly half of the regular season schedule to go, there certainly is still plenty of time to put some pressure on Boston, and the Panthers have two head-to-head matchups remaining with Boston. Boston as we move along in the uh, schedule. But uh, as uh, the Panthers fell to the Wild 6-4 last night, we have some sound from the locker room post-game a night ago as the Panthers lost to Minnesota 6-4. First up, here's Panthers defenseman Aaron Ekblad. Some thoughts uh, on the loss to Minnesota last night. Yeah, obviously um, losing four in a row is tough. Um, Holding ourselves accountable to a hard, tough, strong resilient and responsible game is, is important and uh, that's something that we're going to have to get back uh, back to, you know, scoring the first goal, taking care of leads, not taking penalties. Um, all really important keys uh, for our success and having a good start uh, is, you know, number one. So Aaron Ekblad of the Panthers right there had a four-point game last night uh, and had a, had a really nice game overall, was plus four. Minnesota, though, did all their damage on the power play for uh, for the most part. Uh, the Panthers just falling short in a close game. Here's Anton Lundell, the Panthers, post-game last night on uh, how the Panthers can get back on the winning end of these close games. Yeah, that's, that's what we try to do. Uh, we, we believe we can do that. Uh, yeah, nine games to tough games against good teams uh, now we've been playing pretty good but just haven't been able to to get the last goal, the one goal extra but uh, it will come we just need to stick it with it and play even harder Well, as, as Anton said right there, that's really what it comes down to with these games Panthers have been close and it's just a matter of getting that one extra goal one goal either way has been enough to sway the outcome instant games, but as I mentioned, the Panthers still find themselves in a really good spot in the Atlantic Division standings, still in a place where they're putting some pressure on that top uh, top seed currently, Boston, and the Panthers have a bit of a cushion between themselves and the Toronto Maple Leafs behind them. We'll tell you about what's going on across the rest of a Saturday in the National Hockey League coming up a little bit later on in Panthers Insider. We'll also hear from Kevin Stenlin, who joined uh, James Olive and I on the most recent episode of the Territory Talk podcast, available wherever you can find your podcast. 
podcast. But coming up next, Billy Lindsay's going to stop by. We'll talk all things Florida Panthers. Folks, come out to Parks and Pints Beer Fest presented by Funky Buddha Brewery. That's going to be Saturday, February 24th at Amaranth Bank Arena. Sample unlimited beer, listen to live music, watch the Cats defend home ice against Washington that night at 6 o'clock. portion of the proceeds benefits the Panthers Foundation. Must be 21 or older to enter. One of the cool events we've got out at uh, Amaranth Bank Arena every season, the Pucks and Pints Beer Fest presented by our friends at Funky Buddha Brewery. So come and check that out, February 24th at Amaranth Bank Arena, and then check out the Panthers against Alex Ovechkin Capitals coming up that night as well at 6 o'clock. And again, must be 21 or older to enter. Just getting started here on Panthers Insider. Doug Plagan's with you. We'll step aside. We'll come back. My broadcast partner on the Panthers Radio Network, Billy Lindsay, is going to stop by talking all things Florida Panthers. On the other side of the break, this is Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on TuneIn. go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey to the Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Everybody, welcome back here on the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you as always, talking Panthers hockey on a Saturday morning. The Panthers falling last night by a 6-4 score to the Minnesota Wild, so the Panthers will look to rebound when they hit the road to take on the Nashville Predators. 8 o'clock Eastern time coming up on Monday night. So we're on the air with Panthers preview beginning at 7.30 p.m. The next Panthers home game will be on a Wednesday. The Panthers at 7 p.m. will play host to the Arizona Coyotes. Looking ahead, folks, come out to Pucks and Pints Beer Fest presented by Funky Buddha Brewery coming up on Saturday, February 24th at Amaranth Bank Arena. Sample unlimited beer, listen to live music, watch the Cats defend home ice against the Washington Capitals that night at 6 o'clock. Portion of the proceeds benefits the Panthers Foundation. Must be 21 or older to enter. So that coming up, uh, Pucks and Pints Beer Fest on February 24th. Don't want to miss it. Always a great event. Uh, time now to bring in special guest, friend of the program, my friend in yours, broadcast partner on the Panthers Radio Network, Billy Lindsay, kind enough to stop by here. And well, the Panthers last night, Billy, 6-4, they fell to the Minnesota Wild. A late surge in that game. We're almost able to get it tied up before Minnesota was able to ice it away with that 
Ryan Hartman empty netter, but the Panthers, the better team at five on five, really got the offense going in the third period. Unfortunately, Minnesota's power play really shifted things in their favor for a big chunk of the game, but uh, I know I just threw a lot at you. Uh, good morning, and, uh, and, and well, what do you take away from last night's game? Just little things are going wrong during this losing streak. That nine-winning streak, everything was going right. Do you want to blame us or however? You ended up shorthanded six times, give up five power play goals. You just can't have that happen. You're forced to play from behind. You end up with 90 shot attempts in the game, which is a wild number. And that third period, trying to come back, get it within to five to four, and you're just steamrolling. If the game was played five on five, Minnesota not able to keep up with this Panther grouping. The only way Minnesota had a chance in that game was through the power play. They can put some explosive players on the power play. They showed that. Panthers had four power plays of their own. Didn't, didn't capitalize against the worst penalty killing group in the league. Uh, that kind of stuff sort of happens. But you can go back and look at, at the games that they've lost, these four games that they've lost, and they played well in stretches during them and, and showed it's just been hic- minor hiccups throughout the course of this, and that's what happens in the NHL. And you get a couple of points on the homestand, you're still in, in good shape, and you show when you're at your best, you still can be a dominant team. Not to worry about it. Paul Maurice and the coaching staff, ups and downs, dips, 82 games. Going to happen. Bit disappointing. Yes, but move on from it. Worry about the next game. Uh, cl- cl- there's clean clean things up. It's got to be more of a 60-minute effort, I guess, is the best part to put it. We could see the third period and spurts in the other games. Uh, just got to be able to beat, like they did on the road trip, where everything was clicking. You just got to just got to get back to that level. The good news from last night, Lundell, Louis Arenan, no Barkoff. They stepped up in big, big way, and Aaron Eckblad, Forsling, Forsling plus 32 on the year. Still a lot of good things to point out with this Panther team. Billy Lindsay here with us on a Saturday morning on Panthers Inside of course, the Panthers getting ready to go on the road for one game to take on Nashville coming up Monday at 8 Eastern. And, and Bill, you mentioned this Panthers team very recently won nine games in a row. They've gotten themselves to a point where they're 13 games above NHL 500. Fell short in a couple of games recently where they did still manage to get points. So when you, when you put it all together, because the Panthers have gotten themselves to a good spot, because they've seen what it takes to get the positive results consistently, are we still at a point where, assuming they, they rebound here uh, in one of these upcoming games, are we still at a point where you could maybe eventually look back and, and say that a bit of adversity is something that you could you could use to build on uh, in the middle of a season? You'd rather go through adversity now than in the playoffs. Let's let's let put put that way. And you're going to have to have to find your way through through things. No Barkoff in the lineup. There there are things that happen through 82 games. You don't have your legs. It's uh, whatever happens. It's not not fully concentrated, locked in like you'd always like to be, and then it gets dialed back in. But I, I just kind of say it all the time, is that you just mediate the lows and you ride the highs. And so far this year, the Panthers have been able to, to squash the, the lows pretty good. It's, in, in effect, a 1-3 and three homestand. You got two points out of it. Uh, you would like it to be better if you go out and now string some wins together. 
and you ride the highs longer than you than you're on the lows. Everything turns out all right in the end. But it's to me, I just evaluate the team. I know that there's no question marks to me because when what I see and what a lot of these games could have went in a different mm-hmm. direction. It's just something here, something there that that goes wrong. So yes, it's adversity, but. What I see on the ice and what I know that they're, they're, they're capable of and what's happening in that dressing room and the belief what they did last year, there's not much worry from my side going through what long 82-game seasons, year after year, and the stuff that goes into it. It's it's a hiccup. And it's still whatever anyone wants to say, this is a darn good club. It absolutely is. Billy Lindsay here with us. And one big reason that they've been able to have the record that they've had so far this season is Sam Reinhart. And last night, that eight-game goal-scoring streak came to a halt. But it was the longest streak in NHL history with special teams goals. He had eight straight games with a goal on special teams. (laughs) It was the longest goal-scoring streak in Panthers history, scoring in eight straight games. He's already matched his career high in goals, 33 three in the first 44. Of course, last night was game number 45. But Sam Reinhart, I don't know that I'd call it a breakout year because we've known that he's a 30-goal, 30-plus goal guy before. But this season, it's just going to a, a different height. And what can you say about what he's been able to do in every part of the game in terms of his production, not only recently, but this season? It's hard to do it, and it's hard to do it that consistently. And with the four shorthanded goals, the 16 play goals, even strength goals. He's a Swiss Army knife. He's in every situation. That can't be said about a goal scorer around the league. Some goal scorers are not playing on the penalty kill. They're not playing when it's a six on five late in the game. You got him plastered to the bench. Sam Reinhardt got full trust to Paul Maurice that when he's out there, he's not going to cheat the game. He's going to play the right way. He plays hard. He's got a good shot. And hockey IQ, Paul Maurice talks about it all the time. He's smart. He knows where to go on the ice. So it's been a complete package. He got off rolling. You mentioned the goal total from last year, back-to-back 30 goal years. But remember the start of last year, he, he couldn't find a way for the puck to go in the net. It was chance after chance. Then when it got going in the second half of the season, the puck started going in. I'd really like to look at I'm not sure on the numbers, but you go back to the second half of last year and compile the start of this year. If you put an 82-game stretch in there, you're at the, you're over the 50-goal mark. I'd almost guarantee it. It's been that good for Sam Reinhardt. And so going back, it's... It's when you get into that kind of zone and, and belief, you just roll with it and ride with it. And he's taken it to another level, and they've needed it, needed it at times. And good for him. Uh, he's producing. The shooting percentage is going to come down. It's it's around twenty seven percent. That is normally going to come down. And sixty goals. If he gets sixty goals, this <laughs> good good. But it, more realistically, it's going to end up fifty at the end of the year, somewhere in that category. And the other players are going to have to chip in. But Sam Reinhardt deserves to be in the All Star game, his first ever All Star game, and he has been the guy that has been the catalyst to this offense last year. This year, last year was Kachuk, maybe Barkov, but 
you can point directly to one guy for the goal scoring, and Sam Reinhardt has been Mr. Everything. Yeah, 33 on the year, and as Billy mentioned, leading the Panthers not only in goals, but in power play goals, in shorthanded goals, in game-winning goals this season. He's uh, doing it all for the Panthers. Uh, you mentioned Gus Forsling a little bit ago, too, but Gus Forsling, after last night, you mentioned plus 32 on the year. Forsling in his career, that puts him at uh, plus 101, I believe, in six, 363 games games in his National Hockey League career. He's uh, the plus-minus stat, Billy. You and I talk about it a lot, and, and it maybe gets interpreted differently now than it did in previous eras, but when you're at different ends of the spectrum in plus-minus, when you're off in the extremes, looking at Gus Forsling's numbers, plain and simple, good things happen much more often than not when Gus is on the ice, and his plus-minus indicates that. Plus 41 two years ago, plus 19 last year, plus 32 this year. If you add that all up, that's 60, 32, 92, plus 92 in two and a half years. Outrageous. He's not getting scored on when he's on the ice. He's the guy that's up. Ekblad has kind of become the safety valve on that unit. Forsling, with his skating ability, watch him play. He can be the fourth man, that extra layer on the attack. And he's playing with, you watch, you can just watch, we've watched him grow and develop as a player in blocking shots defensively and confidence. When you get picked up and you bounce around and you get picked up off of waivers, there's not a full belief that you belong in the NHL. You've got to make it happen. And he he's made that happen. And now there's no looking back. It's just all about looking forward. He's a primetime defenseman in the NHL with elite skating ability. He can take the extra chance on offense because he's got the speed to get back on, on defense and he fits into the team concept, the team system, and you go back to Bill Zito and some of the moves that he's made uh, to pick up guys off waivers, some of the trades that he's been able to develop over time. He's picked some winners and Forslings at the top of that list. But players that aren't that aren't high draft picks, that aren't surefire bets, you get only so many looks and so many chances to make an NHL career. So if you get picked up off waivers... You're kind of tilting that that area of, of gray area, whether you're going to make it. This So when he actually came here, this is could have been, if it doesn't go right, his last chance. If it doesn't and he gets sent back down, you might never see Gus Forsling again. But Gus Forsling says, I'm going to work. I'm going to do everything I can. I believe I belong. We're going to give you the ice time. You do it. Now you become an NHL staple and looks like you can have a long career. It's harder to do it that way, but you have to have from a lot of perseverance and a lot of fortitude to make it when you bounce around. So he deserves, because he's gone about it that way and worked at it, and he he, he, he for him to reap the rewards, is I'm, I'm so happy for him. And for this Panther team, we're lucky to have him. And it was just a home run by Bill Zito, as you mentioned, to, to grab him off waivers from Carolina. They just had too many guys at the time, and the Panthers wound up with Gus Forsling. There are organizations that spend a lot of time and energy and resources to try to find a defenseman like <laughs> Gus Forsling and the Panthers. And again, great, uh, a lot of credit goes to Bill Zito because they were able to identify Gus and, and go out and, uh, and grab him when the opportunity to get him was there. Uh, Billy Lindsay here with us uh, as
as we're on Panthers Insider this morning. Uh, Billy, a couple things before we let you get going here. A guy that we don't talk about a whole lot. He came in uh, last night to the game, Anthony Stolarz. But you've seen a lot of backup goaltenders, uh, you know, in your years around the game. You played with a lot of guys. It's not a role that's easy for everybody when you sometimes, you know, go a, a week, 10 days between appearances. But Anthony Stolarz came in. He knows his role. When he's called upon, he's done a really good job for this Panthers team this season. He's kept his save percentage right around uh, above his career average, right in the 915, 920 range all season long. To have a guy like that that knows how to handle that role the way that he has, just uh, how important is that for a team to have a, a veteran guy that can manage that position, manage that role that way? It's critical. And what a lot of it you don't see is in practice. Because Bobrovsky, the guy that's playing a lot, has got to get some rest. And you got to have your extra guys out there that want to take shots. you got to put you got to be out there. you got to be the first guy out there in the morning that's going to take shots. you got to stay after practice. you got to do... It's not comfortable. You want to be the starter going off the ice, but you got to accept that role. you got to be a good teammate. And a lot of that develops. And then when you get called upon, a lot of the time you're not in a rhythm. You're not playing a lot of games. So you've got you've to put in that work in practice. So when, it, when your number is called, that you can go out there. And he's done it for a long time, and he's been consistent at doing it. And with that all being said, with Sergei Bobrovsky getting pulled last evening and Solars coming into the game, with Bobrovsky and his age, just wondering with Paul Maurice and the coaching staff where this is going to wander. A lot of games for Bobrovsky. Pacing around that 60 mark. Does Solars get more action here in the in the second half of the season? That's up for debate, but he's more than capable of it. And I play those backup goalies are if you're a third fourth liner, they become your best friends because they're always out there working working with you. And it, it takes a special type of a mentality and attitude to to play that position. But it's between the ears that you have to be mentally strong. If you're the guy that you know, you're rolling out there and. He got the all, so to to be able to put in the preparation and go stone cold into a game or not play for five or six games and go in there and put up the numbers that he he does just shows that he's a true professional. And the Panthers in the second half of the season believe have more back to backs coming up, so I'm sure there will be different ways that uh, the workload gets divided. Anthony Stolarz came in last night, made a couple of acrobatic saves shortly yeah. after he was called upon last night in the loss to the Minnesota Wild. Six four was the final last night, so the Panthers shifting gears to go on to take on the Nashville Predators coming up on Monday. Billy, uh, Paul Maurice said recently that a lot of the teams the Panthers have on the schedule coming up, these are teams that one year ago they were, they're in the boat now that the Panthers were in a, a year ago where they're kind of playing for their playoff lives. And, and Paul Maurice said on our pregame show last night when I asked him about it, it, it gets late earlier in the NHL than maybe it ever did because there are so many good teams battling for for so few spots. Uh, that's going to be the story again when the Panthers go in and take on the Nashville Predators coming up on uh, on Monday night. And I know Andrew Burnett got put into a tough position here but did a good job with the Panthers and let go in there. But you can see what he's done with this Nashville team. They're, they're right in the mix and they're playing good hockey and 
you look down that roster, there's a lot of names there. You would not say, okay, well, this is going to, this was supposed to be maybe a transition year for the Predators, and some of their players are playing way above their heads and above their expectations. So Andrew Burnett has been able to get the most out of that Nashville team, and they still have the Staples, Forsberg, Yossi, and goaltender Soros. They've got a, a pretty good nucleus, but you look at like players like Gus Nyquist that's putting the goals in, Colton Sissons is re- having a really nice year. They get contributions throughout the line of the four-checking team in the league. They come after you. They play hard, and you've, you've been up to Nashville. It's it's never an easy place to play. It's loud. It's rocking. They're always sold out. So there are no easy games, and, and Nashville for, is one of those surprise to me, one of the surprise teams in the West. But when the Panthers go up there to Nashville, they, they'll see a hungry, competitive team that is not, not going to make it e- easy on them. And maybe what the Panthers really need right now because if they looked at the schedule, they see Anaheim coming in. And then you get Minnesota coming off a 7-3 loss against Tampa Bay. Maybe your, your, your antenna alert isn't quite as high as it should be right from the drop of the puck and kind of gets away from you. Going into Nashville, losing four in a row. The antenna's back up, and you're you're on you're on high alert. Uh, so that's kind of can, can what what spikes you back into that mental zone where you need to de- need to be for being prepared. I would expect a Panther team that comes out hungry and very prepared, knowing that if they're not, they could get hurt very bad by Nashville, and that's the last thing they want to happen. Yeah, always a raucous environment there in Nashville, regardless of the situation. So I'm sure everybody's going to be up for that one. Billy Lindsay, our guest here this morning on Panthers Insider. Billy, as always. We thank you very much for stopping by and uh, a Saturday with uh, with no game. We don't have too many of these, but do uh, you have any big plans on your Saturday with no game? Saturday, yes. I'm just traveling up. I'll be p- taking a plane a little bit later here this morning up to Secaucus. Oh, little so, NHL Network. Yes. Yep. Uh, so I'll be up there and uh, doing a little bit of a little work up there in the weekend, catching up, maybe watching some football and that's going to be my weekend up in Secaucus, New Jersey. I'll be watching the Panthers game when it comes on. So uh, I'll be catching you guys from the road, and I hope you guys have some safe travels up to Nashville and get some barbecue. And you can uh, watch the NHL Network and uh, and look for Billy Lindsay on there. We thank you very much, Billy, as always, for stopping by. Thanks for your time. All right. Thank you very much. That is Billy Lindsay, my broadcast partner on the Panthers Radio Network. 6-4 last night was the finals. The Panthers fell to the Minnesota Wild. They'll look to rebound. Coming up on Monday night in Nashville, as we were just talking about their 80. Eastern is the drop of the puck. Big thanks, Billy Lindsay, for stopping by. We'll be back with one final segment here on Panthers Insider, a cut from the most recent Territory Talk podcast with Panthers center Kevin Stenlin. That's up next. Doug Plagans here with you. This is the Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's better After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.
It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Time for more of the Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Welcome back here on Panthers Insider. Doug Plagans here with you. Panthers fan student Rush is back for the 23-24 season. Come party with your Panthers this season once again. Enjoy student-exclusive pricing for select games. Go to floridapanthers.com slash rush for game dates and more information. Mention the Panthers on the road. Uh, Monday night at 8 Eastern will be in Nashville. Then it's right back home. Panthers and the Arizona Coyotes Wednesday night at 7. Get your tickets. FloridaPanthers.com, SeatGeek.com or by calling 954-835-PUCK. Let's get right into it. Said we'd have a cut from the most recent Territory Talk podcast. We're going to get that in before we're out of time here on Panthers Insider. Kevin Stenlet joined the most recent episode of Territory Talk in his first season as a Panther. He has solidified himself as one of the Panthers' top face-off men and, uh, well, as far as his face-off numbers, part of taking draws, something he takes a lot of pride in. Here's Kevin Stenland first talking about the importance of taking face-offs, not only to the overall game, but to his game especially. Well, obviously, it helps me to get more ice time, uh, even in, in late uh, during the games, uh, important face-offs. It's always huge to win the puck, so obviously I, I'm... I spend a lot of time on it, and I feel like that's a big part of my game, and obviously helps me to to grow confidence and and stuff like that. So, obviously, that's a big part of it. And you, you look at guys throughout their careers; that it's one of those stats that always gets better with time. Barky's gotten better with time. You've gotten better with time. What is it about faceoffs where just the more time you put in, the more seasons you do, you have that you just get better at faceoffs? Uh, I think you actually think about it more. You like you you know how important all the faceoffs are, uh, especially like D zone and O zone. Um, that's that's probably the biggest thing I felt like. Uh, like coming over and or playing uh, back home, it's been like ah, uh, if I win it or not, it doesn't really matter as much. Mm. But like now, like I, I I notice it more like. When you start with the puck, obviously that's yeah. huge advantage. Penalty kill it helps kill off the third first thirty seconds or something like that. It's like uh, so. It's a that's probably a big part of it. Part of the game. This is something I'm going to continue to to really grind at because you felt like you were you were getting really comfortable at it. Was there a time where you felt like that was one of your strong suits? Well, I think it started in Winnipeg. Um, well, the, the coaster. Uh, the coach there told me I I can do this this job if I just put my head down and and work on the faceoffs and stuff like that. So I took that with me and obviously just kept that going this year. And on that, I mean, some guys spend a lot of time trying to find that role. Just how nice is it for yourself knowing your role now? It seems like you really figured it out, especially going back to Winnipeg, but this season in particular. Yeah, obviously that's that's uh, that's nice to coming into games and know what to focus on, uh, what to like uh, improve on even. Uh, and just like if if I do this job, I, I can get going from there uh, and stuff like that in games. So that's huge. And we were talking about obviously South Florida being here, but we've been on the road a lot. I think it was 22 days of 29 by the time we got back from those two big trips. Just in terms of yourself, just how much do you enjoy, you know, seeing America and being on the road? And was there maybe one favorite city we visited on these last two big trips or a favorite thing you did? 
Well, obviously available is great, yeah. and and I love being out on the road, uh, especially previous years when I was in Winnipeg as yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it was nice to be on the road, uh, but it's just it's just fun to be around the group, around the guys, uh, do stuff that it, you probably normally at home wouldn't do. Uh, go out to dinners and uh, explore cities, and and I don't know, go shopping or or just see new things, which is I I like that, and it's just a social thing. I I feel like. How are you killing time on the plane? Are you a book guy? Are you a movie guy? Are you a cards guy? Yeah, we play cards. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I play both both tables, so I'm <laughs> I'm kind of in between the poker and uh, our uh, table with seven up, seven down. So it's uh, it's fun. It it gets the time going. We're we're in the back of the plan. We hear sometimes it gets loud up there. Some big hands are one. And yeah. we've seen you yeah. circulate. A yeah, bit yeah, too. yeah. yeah. I, I've been back and forth. Who is there? One guy you can maybe point to this year as maybe like the big winner of this year. Is there a real guy that's been dominating? Oh, I haven't been around the table that much really, yeah. but. I know Ekblad has some big hands one. Yeah. Uh, I know even uh, Verhage has some big ones. When Ek wins a big hand, you can tell like, the next day of practice, there's some days where he's just walking with his chest out, and you can tell oh, yeah. he, he, things went well at the he, card table. He likes that, yes. <laughs> yes, for sure. Well, and I want to ask you, too, about, about being on the road as much as you guys have and to have the record on the road that you guys have. I got to think that across all sports, teams that play well on the road, team chemistry has to be a big part of that. Because when you go on the road, you're spending a lot of time with each other. And I, I got to think that that off-ice chemistry lends itself to having success oh, yeah. on the yeah, ice. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, if you if you, if you feel and you like the, ne- the guy next to you, it's you want to fight harder for him. Like, that's just common sense, really. It's just easy and like obviously we have a great group here and and it's it's fun to be part of and when you have a road record like you guys do and a big chunk of that recent nine game win streak was on the road and and on the road against good teams does the confidence that you can get from from having a good stretch of games on the road does that maybe does that maybe go even farther than uh, than any other game yeah it's huge just to get the confidence and then the believe that you know we can do it really um like you you feel like the the big games where you know the team is going to step up mm-hmm. uh which uh like gives you just the confidence boost and this is your first time on the podcast with us we always like to turn back the clock when we get a guy on for the first time just how do you get into hockey like we said you grew up in stockholm are you more of a city were you in the suburbs and just kind of when did you kind of first get onto the ice and start yeah yeah i started uh, going on ice probably when i was four or five mm. uh but we lived uh, 20 minutes outside of stockholm but like when i grew up it was it was, it was hockey and like um soccer during the summers so it was back and forth i I'm a big soccer fan now, yeah. so like I, sometimes I wish I played soccer. <laughs> but no, growing up, I, we uh, in Stockholm is there's a lot of rings. Mm. Um, it's like a small Toronto, I'll say. Uh, everyone plays hockey. It basically feels like. So growing up, it was a lot of hockey, and obviously summers was a lot of soccer. Have you made it to an inter game yet with the Messi mania going on? I was actually there, and he was injured. So, oh no, it was. Uh, <laughs> he's here for a couple a years. We got some, we got uh, yeah. another chance coming yeah, up. Yeah, we'll we'll get him next year. On that, I mean, growing up, when did you were you always a big guy, or was there like a, a year where you just finally shot up? No, I think I was. Yeah, I was a little bigger, but not like uh, like I am now. I'm part of big, <laughs> one of the biggest guys, but uh, probably around fourteen or something mm-hmm. like that, and I started to grow uh, a little bit more. How uh, long? And, how long did you play soccer? Until I was 15, I think. 
So that was kind of in between. I, I had to choose. So do you take a lot of pride in the pregame soccer circle? Like being I actually, with, with my knee injuries and stuff, so I haven't really no. played, um, which is too bad. I, I would love to play. <laughs> now, for, for you growing up, how did the, the soccer skills, do you think, lend themselves to, to having success in hockey? Well, I think it was more of a social thing. Just uh, meet guys, get new friends. Um just not sit at home. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, you get cardio, you get stuff like that, and, and you get a feel of a, um, how you say, it, like a like a ball feeling, um, and like get. Well, as a as a big guy, it's it's hard to keep track on your legs and and all the parts of a big body. I feel that uh, helped me a lot. Did you did you have a favorite favorite hockey player and a favorite soccer player growing up? Uh yeah, I'm more soccer in, in that case. It was Terry Henry. Oh, awesome! Yeah, the Arsenal Henry yeah. those days. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big Arsenal fan, so that's uh, he's a a big part of that. Kevin Stenlin of the Panthers, right there, loves hockey, loves soccer. Great chat there. You can catch the whole episode if you liked what you heard at FloridaPanthers.com/slash/territorytalk or wherever you get your podcast. We're just about out of time. Big thanks to all of you who tuned in. Big thanks to Marcos Gonzalez on the other side of the glass. And uh, once again, Panthers on the road Monday at 8 Eastern in Nashville, back home to take on Arizona Wednesday, 7 o'clock, Amaranth Bank Arena, FloridaPanthers.com, SeatGeek.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. Thanks again for joining us on Panthers Insider. I'm Doug Plagans. This has been the Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.